Before we start today's show and podcast, uh, I want to remind you, it really helps if you share with friends, if you like, if you get them to subscribe, even if you make comments on the podcast and, of course, at CJ Morgan Show social media. We really like our jobs and we want to we want to keep them. Uh, more on that in a second. But here's the deal. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, it's very important if you would like to help the show uh, listen within 24 hours of when it was posted. 20 hours. We'll say that. Here's here's the deal. Uh, we only get credit. It only counts if you've listened recently. It's behind the curtain stuff, but it's just dumb, weird radio things, and we're trying to survive. So, yeah, uh, you can catch up on old ones later, but please listen to the most recent one first. Oh, this is dumb. Um, anyhow, on a serious note, we love, we miss Emily. Um, she's not dead. We still text and talk, but you know they they uh, they did some layoffs here, and it sucks that Emily's name was put on that. When honestly, I was like really hoping it would be you, Spencer. He's eating right now. See yeah, I know I mean? you were trying to yeah, uh, re- trying really. to get rid of me. Yeah, uh, what do I want? A fun, cute young girl, or another mopey dude with a beard, black shirt, and a drinking problem? I've already got me. I don't need a mirror. Oh. Okay. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, we did a full uncensored extra show where we uh, kind of talked about what happened and talked about the state of the business, which you can find on this very podcast feed. It's called Extra Pieces, and we'll keep that coming. If you have any questions, I think Spotify has a feature. You can also let us know again on social media at CJ Morgan Show, and we would love to communicate and be as honest as we legally can with you. Well, let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. I think I'm starting to have uh, the beginnings of memory problems, and it's really frustrating because I've lost quite a few things of value all within the last six months, literally in the last six months. That's why you things had are disappearing, to, and it's like, frustrating. Sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you. I stepped all over you. Sorry, he's going to forget soon. See, uh, you're it's learning how to forget, and I'm glad. Like, hey, did I just, uh, what just happened? I don't forgive, but man, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you saying? What do you mean by forgetting? Losing stuff. Absolutely. Like, so physical stuff disappearing. Not, so physical stuff, not losing, like, uh, a memory or, like, a... Uh, the time that you went home with the the girl with the giant taters. Or whatever. I write those down so I can relive that fan fiction okay, when good. I release my novel. What you mean is you can't find your keys and wallet. Yeah, dude, but it's worse than that because it's uh, they're all expensive things and they're all gifts, so at least I didn't pay for them. But oh. it started yesterday. I finally sent out an email. It's been three months now, and my green Austin FC Yeti tumbler is gone. And all these are related to work. Like, I all lost them at work. Uh, it's just gone. And you know how much those things are. Those are like 60, 80 bucks. Right. It's a quite a $20 range there, but they're expensive and it's just gone. And that was my favorite cup to drink out of. And it keeps the ice cold and I don't have ice at home and it disappeared. And that just pisses me off. Like I don't lose things. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. I think I know what the problem is. I'm old. Or yeah, I was going to say, when, when did you turn 30? I think we have te- oh, no. I think we have thieves around the building, but uh, we'll it, get back to or accidental it, thieves. I don't think it's necessarily thieves. I think what happened is you absentmindedly walked away from it, and it sat in the same spot for three weeks. And someone said, "Well, oh, this is Aust- unclaimed." Austin FC dropped this off because we get free promo. Right. right. Oh wow. I mean, 
melted water in it. Yeah, this is free. That's what I said in the email. The problem is, is the water cup is a daily driver. It comes with me everywhere. So I'm not, it's just, it's just not something I lose. Uh, even worse. Let's be honest. You have a really nice Yeti tumbler right next to you, but it's from Austin Telco, which isn't nearly as cool hey, to walk around with. It's not, but I won this at a Texas Stars hockey game, uh, beating our sales guy, Sean, in tic-tac-toe on wow. the ice. Congratulations wow, to you. Man. Uh, I lost a pair of sunglasses. My fiance bought sunglasses. They were too big for her. I got a weird melon. I lost a pair of very expensive sunglasses uh, at a 101X event. They were on my shirt. I guess right. I set them at a table. I leave. I get in my car. I'm like, oh, sunglasses. I go back. They're gone. I call a week later. They're well, gone. Yeah. So $200-something sunglasses, gone. That's you not s- something I lose. Have you guys seen the movie Memento where that guy can't yeah. remember short-term memory? Do we need to start tattooing notes. notes on you? You've already got tatted up sleeves. You know what? That's not a bad idea. I forgot it was tattoos. Yeah, he uh, has some tats and notes, <laughs> too. But. Uh, <laughs> I lost a bag of LSD. Uh, That's someone's gift. That might, yeah, that might actually be the universe. Uh, most recently, though, I straight up lost a fifty dollar bill. Fifty dollar bill oh, gone. Damn. Now, here's my question. I think I know what happened to it. I think when I was returning some curtains to Walmart because I was using cash because I'm broke, I accidentally wrapped up the fifty. And mm. what I returned, should I call the customer service? Is that? Oh, I'm they, sure they would they kept have it for a fifty dollar bill. I'm sure, they kept it for you right there. Could you describe the bill, sir? <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, it's got a, well, God, not Franklin on it. It's got a president on it. You don't even know his president's on the 50. I, I'm telling you right now, dude, people would tell me, hey, man, when you turn 30, it's going to start to fall apart. But I, yeah. was, I always just thought that that's just old people bitching and moaning about their own lives. And I was like, yeah, but I, my brain's good. I'm yeah. not a dummy like you. But I'm going to tell you, the wheels came off. About an hour and a half after my 30th birthday. And it's just a downhill plummet of from there. losing and not yeah. finding stuff. There, there's a reason that we as humans only used to have a lifespan of about 30 to 35 years. Because after that, there's really no it's use nothing to still do. Being Body alive. starts yeah. decaying. Now, yeah, your joints, your brain, everything. It just starts going down. Yeah, why do you think that they could show the same exact episode? Like old people shows? Have you ever noticed like the plot never really changes? Yeah. Remember that show Murder She Wrote that used to be on? <laughs> Nick at night it was or whatever. The same murder every all week, the time. Every week it was the same thing. Angela Lansbury solving a murder. And it's, it's because old people, they don't even realize that you're showing them the same plot over and over. And, and we'll be those old people eventually. I mean, geez, how many Matlock spinoffs do yeah, they have? That was just a spinoff of Perry That's Mason. Wait. But my problem is your problem is you're getting old. Not yeah, just losing these things, which sucks, but I feel like there's something lost. I feel like I'm always going to find it, or it's going to turn up, or what it sticks with you me. How do I how let, let go. go? You gotta let. Yeah. You gotta learn to let go and realize that those things weren't meant for you. And also, you don't need to hang on to everything. In fact, you know what the Earth is trying to do right now? The Earth shake us loose for the remainder of your life. The Earth will be trying to lose you. I love that somewhere some part of Austin, there's just some dude with some sunglasses sipping out of a Yeti, 50 bucks in his hand, tripping on LSD, ready to, ready to just have a good time. That guy could have been you. Funny, random, weird. The C.J. Morgan Show, 101X. Celebrating the weirdest and wildest state in America, Florida. Happy National Florida Day. January 25th recognizes our 27th state to join the United States. Gentlemen, when did Florida become a part of this fine union? Uh, 
after the 26th state? Uh, very well, yeah. Uh, not January 25th. I don't know why the national calendar recognizes states not on their state. March 3rd. That's so weird. Uh, was actually 1845, I think. Let me see my notes. Yeah, uh, March 3rd, 1845. Florida became a part of the nation. It is one of the oldest established areas in the country. Uh, people have been bouncing around for over 400 years. Spanish explorers, of course. Uh, Ponce de Leon looking for the fountain of youth. <laughs> but I think more or less what Florida is known for today is just the insanity that happens every day in the news. You yeah, see but some it's kind so of story. good for us in radio when oh, you're yeah. looking for weird stories or whatever. Uh, Florida never fails to deliver when it comes to needing someone who's eating another person's face on oh, the side of the man, freeway yeah. or a guy who's gotten eaten by an alligator. All or, your query needs to be or your search term is Florida man There or better Flor- not be no Florida queries woman. in Florida. Uh, <laughs> you, no, you're very right. As a matter of fact, I used to play this game on the radio and I thought we would do a little round of it here. Uh, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to read a headline, and you're going to tell me if this wild thing happened in Florida or Russia. Oh. We ready to play? Sure. A naked woman got her head stuck in a staircase railing and claimed she was trying to spice up her sex life. Oh, Florida or Russia? That could be anywhere in the world. Uh, right? I feel like the Russians, though, end up sometimes having more sex in these stories. I'm going to go Russia. You are the first correct. Time. Russians. Oh, right on, man. You My guess would have been Florida. Uh, you know, Florida, you know, actually Russia's pretty conservative, too. Yeah. So it's it's really hard to determine. Look, what about it's this? It's only the most conservative areas that have the craziest sex. They uh, pent up it, and they, and they, and they let go, right? Another woman stuck in another place, like the old Russian website, Karstuck Girls, that yep. Matt used to... Talk about a woman got stuck in a trash shoot, trash shoot, uh, because she threw away some makeup and was trying to find it. Uh, Florida or Russia? Uh, Spain? I'm going to go with Florida. I feel like Miami, at least, or some people like their makeup more. I I feel like it's actually going to be Russia. And the reason I say that is are there trash Trash shoots? We don't have a lot of tall, super tall buildings in Florida, do we? I mean, I would think so because of the flooding, but you're right, Matt. It is actually well, Russia. hurricane, hurricane law, or like, you know, regulations right. probably. Sorry. This one <laughs> has to be a trick question. A woman was arrested for refusing to stop feeding bears. You're thinking, oh, bears, Russia. It's known That's as the bear. That's why I'm going to go with Florida. That's all the way Florida. Got to be. And we are correct. It okay. is 100% all the way Florida. Uh, this one was pretty good. I've read this before. There was a law passed that banned uh, certain types of internet cafes, but it was so poorly written that it banned all computers and smartphones. Uh, poor law writing Ooh. is the tradition is the of America. Stone of American politicians. I say Florida. And Florida is absolutely okay, awesome. Correct yeah. on that. So for the most part, we're nailing this. You know, I think so. But what about this one? This will throw you for a bit of one. A woman attempted to wash her car's windshield with gasoline. Oh, that, come on. I, that smells of Florida to me, I was going to say actually. that too, Florida. Uh, yeah. Incorrect. Damn it's nation. Russia. And the really? reason we know and the reason there's video is because you, we haven't cam? got there all the way in the United States yet. But in Russia, there are dash cams on yeah, every everything. car. Everything has a dash cam. Because it's so yeah. insane. So, yeah, that, that actually happened in Russia. Another trick question, I bet. A man hid in a store until it, a liquor store until it closed, uh, then stole five thousand USD worth of vodka. This is yeah. a really good. You know why it's not Russia? Is because vodka comes for free out of the tap. So why would you steal it? I say Florida. And Florida, Florida is absolutely I correct. I knew it. Last but not least, let's let's find the most Florida Russia one. 
Um, man, God, they're so good. Man drank five gallons of vodka. Oh, my God. Uh, racial slurs and hurling bricks at children. I heard racial slurs in, I think, Florida. Me too. Yeah, well, I mean, we can check the on bricks, that one. Though. You're correct. It is Florida. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> this guy's been around. Yeah. How about this? Uh, a newlywed couple was celebrating their honeymoon. Things got wild. The police were called by one of the couple. The couple then beat the crap out of three police officers. Uh, oof, that was oof. tough because uh, there's the gulag in in real Russia where you're scared to get put if you're doing something like that. But yeah, I feel but like Florida. Russians are tough, but I feel like beating up Russian police officers might be kind of tough too. I feel right. like I feel like they. Oh, I think that Russia only hires police to let people get their aggression out on the government, <laughs> and I'm going to go with Russia for beating up police officers. Russia, Russia. And Russia is correct. Okay. Wow, we did it. Happy Florida Day, by the way. What fixed you after school? It's time for parent pickup. DTF. That means Matt Bearden is here. He's dad, the father. Uh, my teacher daughter. father. That's what DTF means. Dad, teacher, teacher father. father. Okay. okay. Uh, my that. daughter recently asked, hey, can we go to Trader Joe's? And I'm like, why? She goes, well, they have the best snacks I want after school. Snacks. And what The youngling is not incorrect. Well, but what she started naming is the snacks that she went up for after school. She was like, oh, they make these really good vegan dumplings uh, and uh, special kind. And I was like, what? What? You don't like Dunkaroos or Gushers? Okay, so this is what I wanted to get to. What By was, the foot. I'm not even sure they have Dunkaroos the, anymore. What was the snack that that fixed your ales when you came home after school? I got to be honest with you. It was never like... Um, healthy vegan no. bites. Uh, I wanted a hostess ding-dong Mwah. for sure. I had right? a phase like that when I was like 13, I think. Yeah. Oh, damn. They're rough on you if you eat a little too much, but yeah, man, man, I'm trying to think back. It was Gushers, I think, for me for a little period. Now, I don't know what a Gushers, I don't know the Gusher. Tell me. Gushers I, a little gummy and inside uh, is a close, like a little bit, of, little bit of juice it's and not gushes quite, in, down okay. your throat. It's not just, quite as tough as a gummy bear. It's a little easier to chew, but yeah, yeah it's like it's like a fruit, you know, you bite into it, it's got goo. It's a snack that squirts into your mouth? Down yeah. your throat sometimes. It'd be it's appropriate, really, man. I'm yeah. not trying to be inappropriate. I'm just oh, thinking. No. Oh, my mom doing. made pretty rad snacks. Wait, your mom made snacks? Yeah, whoa, I mean like simple apples stuff. And peanut butter? Yeah, well, it mm. wasn't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you had a parent in the house when you got home from school? Uh, some days, yeah. Wow. Um, like Siege. What about cheese and crackers? No, not oh, a cheese suck. and crackers guy. Um, I was a Parmesan cheese guy for sure. I'd make my own handful of snacks with that. But uh, peanut butter and honey was one of my favorites. Mm. Um, she would mix it together. Yes. And it was so it was real sweet. You had the peanut butter, and then on usually toast, you dip apples in it. You put it in bread, toast. You dip bananas in it, something like that. But I think peanut butter and honey was my number one like snack when I okay. got home, or if I was sick from school and I couldn't eat anything. That's that, well, that was healthier. Um, yeah, even though the honey, sure. But gushers versus you know a little bit of peanut butter and apples and stuff. That's a lot more sugar. You were you're still leaning for gushers, right? I love them. I want them yeah, right now, I, actually. I'm what they used to call, I live in my generation, a latchkey child. Meaning, oh. uh, you know, my, my parents were split up, and my mom would be at work still when I got home. Okay. Did you ever have money to pop by, like, a corner store? No. I did no. not have extra money. But what I did have is my would send my mom to the store, and she would buy quality, unhealthy snacks. Like I said, zingers, mm. hostess cupcakes, ding-dongs. Uh, the uh, oatmeal cream pie from the Little Debbie. Oh, yeah. I, I leaned heavily. And the thing oh, is, is I was very good 
at eating like two or three of those. We were yeah. more pounding them and then telling my mom, oh, friends came over. I never invited friends over because I didn't want to split those snacks with anybody. I would okay. just say, oh, friends came by, and, and that's why some of them are missing. Yeah. I think uh, my family was a lot more chip-oriented, so where a lot of people had the you know, the hostess snacks, we, we had chips. So Doritos, oh. Lay's, those sort of things were, were our brand? go-to. Probably wow. not. Dang, like, what's up, fancy fans? Walmart brand or whatever, you know, United was Great our value. grocery store. But that was that was uh, the go-to. Some, some chips, some sandwich sort of things. I don't know. I, I will say it is fancy these days. So not only just Trader Joe's have yeah. the nicer things and selections, but, you know, Amazon has a whole kind of elevated snack shop where you can order crap from there. Really? And it's just insane. Kids like these days, man. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I'm not, I'm not dogging on my daughter because some of the stuff that she turned me on to, At like it's uh, healthier. these tiny Portuguese tartlets that are like filled with cheese and bacon. But I was just like, wow, okay. that is... That is okay. That sounds good. There's there's lots of reels and TikTok and stuff. They're probably finding this. Here's, you know what I mean? It's exactly where it's coming okay. from. Is TikTok, here's yeah. my problem. God, I gotta get on TikTok with these sort of things as after school snacks or just snacks in general because I've done it too. Is you can buy a bag of Totina's pizza rolls, right, or a bag of mini corn dogs, and there are 800 in those, and they will last all summer or whatever. But these these like things, these more expensive ones, these these. Uh, tortellinis you get they're always four packs and it's like eight bucks for a four pack and so after two days you're already out of snacks that's why i like all the frozen crap because it's just it lasts longer it's easier and like you said matt when you have friends come over you don't want to share the good stuff no not at all you're not worth it did you know (laughs) today's fact finding segment called did you know aptly named of course is uh actually actually gonna save your life Let me tell you how. Did you know that over 30% of pharmaceuticals, straight up pills uh, sold in developing countries are counterfeit? Uh, A lot of them come from places like Indonesia, from India, from overseas. And of course, a lot of the ones that are counterfeit, um, malaria drugs, antibiotics and stuff like that are what you need to watch out for and are often what people buy when they travel to foreign countries. So you need to be very, very careful. And here's the deal with the, uh, I mean, a lot of people go to Mexico because it's cheaper. Like part of me wants to be like, yeah, screw the big pharmaceutical companies. But the problem with the counterfeit ones isn't, it's that everything's half-assed. So the mixes might not be right. Sure. And in... They're being made in the same room with some sort of like other thing. You don't want cross-contamination. Ideally, you don't want things added in and you don't want cross-contamination. And that's part of the problem that happens. A lot of people die from it every year. um, And it's starting to get worse in Mexico, of course, with the fentanyl. And now for the serious CJ, did you know? Um, I, I ordered it so I know it works. I know the law in Texas is still a gray area. Um, you can get fentanyl test strips on Amazon. I've tried them. They work. I tested it. I was going to do a video of it, and I was like, this is just weird. I was also blasted when I was doing it. Um, but they, <laughs> okay. they, they make test strips, and it's very, very easy, and it tells you if fentanyl is in a... Uh, you take just a little bit of a drug, Wait, put it in a water. Are you trying it. to tell us that you got them so that you could start taking fentanyl? So I could... Yeah, so I know what has fentanyl in it. <laughs> okay. Absolutely not. Right. I will you know? say... Uh, did you know, I my paralyzed wiener dog was on fentanyl patches, and there was a moment where I took a patch off of him, and I'm, there's a way I'm supposed to throw him away, and part of me was like, 
I don't want to put this on my tummy. I did, did, but point being, just be be careful with buying weird pharmaceuticals if you go to another country or, you know, test your drugs, kids. Okay. Yes, because that's always stopped you from going to La Pharmacia. It didn't, but I, at least I <laughs> tested I just, wanted, I just wanted to confirm that you're putting this, hey, do, I, do as he says, not as he does. Yes, Spencer, <laughs> can you write a new song about me? Uh, a parody of Mexican radio. A parody of Mexican radio. What is that? Wall of Sound was the band. Yeah, right. Wall um, of Voodoo. Wall of Voodoo. Um, you're at a Mexican pharmacy. No, I'm on a Mexican tram at all. Anyhow, did you know? Let's get to the actual segment. Did wow. you know? Did you know? While experimenting on a jet pump project for NASA in his bathroom in 1982, jet propulsion specialist Lonnie Johnson shot a stream of water across the room and thought, hey, this would make a fun gun. Guess what? <laughs> the super soaker went on to make Lonnie Johnson $73 million in royalties. Oh, yeah, man. sold the idea. He managed to get a royalty on every super soaker that was sold. And uh, this little NASA employee ended up making $73 million bucks. Good yeah, for you. Worth it. Did you know? Did we know? Guys, we have a lot of fun here, and we get a little immature and silly, but... We have fun here. We a little do. brace for this one. It's a, it's kind of a mature thing, and it's a scientific thing. It's important, I yeah, think, to let people know. We started know. about telling people not to take uh, tainted yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, did you know melatonin levels secreted in breast milk vary depending okay. on the time of the day, helping a baby know when to sleep, wake up, and thus regulates its sleep cycle. Depending on how many antidepressants my girlfriend's been on that <laughs> week or she hasn't been taking them. Babies who are fed formula have a harder time regulating their sleep, so it's a little harder for you to help out that way. But did you know mommy milkers? Yeah, we brought that up a lot this week, didn't Excellent. we? A little, yes. little too much talk about that. But hey, we were doing it in a way that's progressive. Sure. It's, like saying the word, right? it's not is demeaning that, at all. You know, is it? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Thank you for listening. Did this you is know? Did you know? <laughs> Craig Robinson's joining us. He's doing Cap City Comedy Club all weekend long, including two shows Sunday. He's hilarious. He's amazing. Uh welcome to the CJ Morgan show, Craig. Are you in town? You here? You settled down? You ready for tonight? I am here. I just got back from the grocery store. Hell right. yeah. Uh, what'd you, hey, what you, and most important right now, what'd you grab while you were there? I got some almonds, I got some kombucha, some bananas, some apples, and uh, some AirPods. Can I tell you how proud I am of you that you came to like the barbecue taco capital of the world and you're like, I'm Craig, I gotta take good care of myself, almonds, bananas, I'm happy. Hey, this is just day one, man. Don't. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, tonight's Monday. Gotta say, there's a good chance that you have logged enough hours on the radio in Austin to be in the Hall of Fame, and you might not even know it yet. Say what? Tell yeah. to me. Well, I have so many of sound clips. You know how radio, we, we use a lot of those corny sound effects and stuff? Right, right. Uh, I I have a lot of years throughout the years, but one of my favorites is when listen because we're you know primarily a talk show, but listeners request a song, and do you remember when you played a DJ in the movie The Goods? Of course. Yeah, dude, I just, I love that. Like, ah, I'll get that right on. <laughs> and then you would play something depressing, and that's kind of... DJ, Play We Are Family by Sister Slay. Drop it! Finally, somebody hit the nail on the head. That's what I'm talking about. That is a perfect song. Dead puppy. What the f***? 
I warned you over and over again not to tell me how to do my job. Uh, what are outtakes like for when you shoot these sort of things? Because you are, you know, you're so funny, and a lot of the stuff you you work in is just insanely slapstick. Is it hard to buckle down and get those sort of things done when you're all just hilarious, weird dudes and ladies? Oh. Sometimes, absolutely. Like on that Eastbound and Down, uh, those outtakes, that was like, like. but you got somebody like Will Ferrell who is, who is trying to ruin a take. He's, oh, yeah, he's yeah. purposely trying to mess up each one. He's going, he's trying to kill everybody in the room and succeeding. So, yeah, those are a little harder than uh, some of the other ones. But, uh, you know, we get through it. You got to get through it at the end of the day because then somebody at some point is going to be like, hey. We uh, cost us money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna run out. I think uh, one of one of the uh, viral scenes is like the whole my plums sort of thing when you were in Eastbound and Down. How did you? It was in my plums. Yes. How did you do? Uh, transition. I guess you know you did Second City, but what got you excited about acting, doing stand up, and just getting up in front of a bunch of us idiots and making us laugh as well as you do? Um. Are you liking my always, radio interview questions that I got from Wikipedia? <laughs> I've always, you know, uh, uh, been silly and always uh, had a want to make people laugh and feel at ease. And, you know, and people are like me. Wow, that was like a therapist. Answer. It was. But, um, but but it's, it's yeah, man, what the, you know, I found my way to, to comedy in Second City. And um, when I knew going, when I wanted to teaching. Then I was I wanted to do be a comedian, so teaching really became my uh, you know let me do this until I can do that job. Were you known as like a? I don't think you were a mean kid, but you can make a really mean face. <laughs> do you know because when you walk on stage and you make a mean face at somebody, I think you could put them off, and then comes out the keyboard and the fun, and it's a weird juxtaposition. And it's like, oh, I'm not, he's not mean at all. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, and so I'm wondering, like, do you, are you aware? Were you playing on that early or were you trying to get away or were you always a nice person? Well, I don't, I don't know that it's how mean it looks to others. I know that my, my thing was deadpan. That's, I love okay. deadpan. Sure. So that's, that's where all of that comes from. You know, that's, uh, my, my heroes were like Peter Sellers and, you know, uh, um, uh, what, what's the name on Carol Burnett's show? The one who's always. Oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Car- Harvey Corman. Harvey Corman, yeah. you know, Leslie Nielsen, you know, cats <laughs> like that. I mean, and obviously these other gigantic comedians, but when it comes to deadpan, those are guys I would trip out on. And you just made me remember Harvey Corman so everyone would know I'm the oldest dude on the show, which is kind of a very good move on your part, Craig. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're, we're supposed to be a young, cool, hip radio station. Hey, man. Look, just because y'all young don't make you the hippest, there's certain things you missed out on that our generation, you know what I'm saying, uh, what you never get. Like, uh, Thank you. Do you remember the? You remember the, uh, the 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 hottest seven seconds of your childhood, bro? What would that be? <laughs> <laughs> this right here. You ready? The best part of waking up is forges in your cup. 
said, dude, that was the party song for seven seconds of your childhood. You went to school happy and everything, you know? Yep, absolutely. Hey, they dude. won't know about that. Hey. That dude was singing his ass off for coffee. Neither of my, yeah, neither of my co-hosts, I think, have ever ridden a big wheel. They don't know the joys of uh, doing a full no. 180 <laughs> and impressing the ladies. Oh, my gosh. The big wheel. <laughs> Did you ever have yeah, a big wheel growing up? They, they all on the little hoverboards now. Yeah. See, I had one of the I had the classic red wagon for about a day until we we discovered that we could turn it into a soapbox car. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, didn't it didn't end very well. And I think a buddy of mine actually because because you had the metal ones, but the under part, the wheels themselves were rubber, and we thought we could put model rockets on, like the you know the model rocket boosters that you get right. to shoot up the Estes. We put those oh on there, God. and that was. Yeah, you that did. was the end of that, man. It sounds like you're dumb. <laughs> yeah. I think we all know that. Uh, I got a story I got to tell you, Craig, by the way, of when you got me in trouble. We'll be right back on the CJ Morgan Show. Hang around. Uh, Craig Robinson doing Cap City Comedy Club all weekend long. Tonight, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Tickets CapCityComedy.com. Uh, we're hanging out talking with comedian, actor uh, Craig Robinson here on the CJ Morgan Show. Actually, got me in trouble once so we're gonna get to that but uh first make sure you get your tickets doing shows tonight friday saturday even sunday capcitycomedy.com were you a bad kid at all man oh no my father wasn't playing that man no uh, no absolutely my father is an attorney he's he was bought his front of projects his father died when he was 12 so he essentially was the man of the house at 12 so it was always always uh his way to the highway you know right 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 so he ran the, the a tight show and uh, now, did you get in trouble? Were you a class clown, though? I was a class clown. I got in some trouble, but I, I, I was smart enough to avoid other. Okay, I get it. So you you made the kids laugh, but you also knew how to put on the smile for the teacher, and she would go, oh, that's just sweet, Craig. <laughs> uh, I was thinking exactly went down that way, but somewhere around it. Okay, yeah. okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, so much, uh, I'm going to ask you, I'll give you a second to think about it, one of your favorite moments of a television show or a movie you were in that really stands out because so much of our audience knows you from so many different things. But I, and by the way, Cap City tonight, Friday, two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday, Craig Robinson. Um, I was in the hospital for a week last year and Hot Tub Time Machine came on and they had to come and like, take my blood every couple of hours and lo and behold it was the sex scene you were in <laughs> and the woman is topless writing you and the nurse goes oh no no unplugs it and then they tell me I can't watch pornography <laughs> she thought it was porn in the hospital anymore <laughs> because of you <laughs> but, but that is that all the sound effects and radio aside, that is forever going to be my Craig Robinson moment: is getting in trouble at the hospital and being known as the porn guy because of that scene. But is there any moment for you that is like, man, that was one of my favorite days on set, or one of my favorite movies, or just a lot of fun to be a part of something? Hey, that was a pretty, pretty iconic moment right there. You just mentioned. You did have some boobs in your face. <laughs> oh man, it was great because it, it was a closed set. You know, so only the essential people could be there. The director, the camera dude, the, the dude holding the mic, and the actors, you know? Yeah. And then the first AD. So uh, 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 so out of respect to the actors, you know, we close, you keep everybody 
as many people away as you can. But I remember uh, they said set, and then the, uh, and just as uh, the microphone dude, the dude holding the boom mic, just as he was about to answer, uh, she took her top off. So they were like, are you set? And he said, <laughs> like it was a uh, whispered yes. It was very, <laughs> <laughs> very in the moment, let's just say. I love it, man. Uh, thanks well, for... Uh, one of those iconic moments. Of, yeah, yeah. Mm, I just want to think about... Um, did you ever see Rapture Palooza? I don't think so. It, it's, uh, one, it's one of the ones that... So, no, nah, I'll give you this one. Uh, I, this other movie I did, Morris from America. Uh, I did a monologue for the, uh, at the end of the movie. It was a, about... A, uh, I was living in Germany with my son. Yeah, go figure. Uh, I was I was a soccer coach. <laughs> anyway, uh, towards the end of the movie, I'm, uh, I'm I'm chatting with my son, and when I saw the monologue, when I watched the movie, I got choked up. And usually, like uh, you know, if I can make myself laugh or something, like right. I'm like you know pretty happy with the performance. But but this 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 scene actually got to me, so yeah. I'm like just tripped out on that. Do you? Do you like acting more than stand-up? Do you like the, no. the live, the feedback from the live more the than doing the movies? The live, the yeah. live is where it's at. Because you can, you know, you go anywhere. I mean, there there is an emotional thing that happens when you're acting that's pretty powerful. But as far as um, the stand-up, you know, you you're in control of everything and and out of control at the same time. And, and uh, it's like, oh, let's see what happens if I go here. And then try, and then nothing like a new joke hit, you know, stuff like that. So it's uh it's interesting to see what connects with people and and this is uh this is the most fun for me. That's awesome. And again, thank you for hanging with us, uh, Cap City Comedy Club tonight, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two shows Saturday and Sunday. Uh last thing I wanna get to is you are the uh I you know, the the star, the one of the main stars of the T V show Killing It just had season two. It's incredible. Is do you know if is has is that continued? Do we still get to see killing it? I think you better catch, catch watch, watch season two while you can, and uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. With All right, two. it does not look like it's coming back, but I do want to say thank you. I love this city, Austin. Thank you all so much. Whether you come to the show or not, or whatever, y- y'all y'all have a great energy here. And uh, I love it, and I love being here, and I appreciate it. Yeah, awesome, thanks, man. thanks, man. We appreciate you. Big fan, and uh, thanks for taking the time yeah. out of today to talk with us. We'll all see you this weekend, Craig. Thank you very much for all you've done and the entertainment over the years, bro. My pleasure. Thanks for getting the word out. Craig Robinson, Cap City Comedy Club, tonight, Friday night, Saturday night, even Sunday night. Uh, if you buy tickets, if you go to the show at capcity.com. If you do a meet and greet, say hello afterward. We say, hey, I heard you all know that dumbass radio show. It means a lot to us and helps us get more exciting guests to come and talk to you. I think the day that we talked about the news of uh, former Austin Police Chief Art Acevedo returning to the city in a newly created interim assistant city manager, APD liaison role, later that day he declined it. Yeah. I guess there are some issues going on because it kind of just happened. I think the city council was like, what? A lot of people in the city were like, what? Uh, But I got to tell you about my favorite interaction with former police chief Art Acevedo, who, listen, say what you will about the man. I don't have a problem with him. Uh, I know there are a lot of issues. I know he was great in a lot of ways as well. Uh, He's a good politician. He knows how to talk. 
hang out and take good pictures with people. And every year at ACL Fest, he and I would do just that together. Because, you know, he would be hanging out, Matt. Do you remember seeing him wandering around the he's, park? He's been here in the building a little bit sometimes, too. Yeah. Uh, I was never... Uh, I, I got to be honest with you. When I find a music festival, I am not looking for anyone in uh, yeah. uniform. Same I here. am avoiding that. Uh, well, so I don't you, think I spend as much time hanging as see, you did. if you follow him close enough, that's how you get into the all-access areas. Oh. But, <laughs> you know... Uh, I was introduced to him when I worked at the radio station, and one year I asked, I was like, oh, um, someone's like, hey, take a picture of CJ, uh, of you cuffing him. And you know how radio guys right. do that, or like if there's an MMA fight, they'll be like, choke me out. So I did that, but he like, he cuffed me. <laughs> and it doesn't feel good. If you've ever been no. forcibly arrested I, I, and handcuffed, I, I, it hurts. I, they lift your hands up high. Yeah, they do. He thought it was real funny, and that became the tradition. <laughs> Every was. year, he would come back to the media area, he would grab me and cuff me, and usually it was funny, it hurt. But usually it was funny because not everyone expected it. But then there was one year. The last year, I think, he was uh, uh, here in Austin. It was 2016, and we had just wrapped up broadcasting, and my girlfriend at the time was back there. Ooh. And so we're hanging out in the KLBJ-10. It was you know, it was our sister station then, and she's rolling a joint. Uh. <laughs> and we're sitting there, and we're going to smoke this behind the tent wow. before we go out into the fest. Uh. You know, uh, yeah, this is 20, so we didn't have, right. all we had was flour. We didn't have all these vapes. So yeah, she's man. rolling a joint. We were, we're pretty new dating. So it's like, ah, oh, we're going to get high and go walk around. It's already kind of getting dark. And then... I'm not paying attention. I'm sitting in the chair. She's on the couch, so she's facing like out into the media area where we do our interviews. Here comes Chief Acevedo with a couple of his buddies, walks up, and he's in his full uniform. You know, he always had medals and ribbons and all the placards, so he was decked out. Looking like a Russian general. Uh, sure, he comes sure, up yeah. and grabs me and cuffs me. So my first thought, my first thought's like, oh crap. Security or something? No, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, oh, then no. I, and then I realized like, oh, it's just Chief Officer Zavedo. I'm fine. Oh, it's just the Chief of Police while I'm rolling this joint. She's freaking out the she whole time. She has no idea. She has no idea, and she's already You've high, never too. never told her the stories about no. him, either? No, so, so she's no freaking out. Clue. But then, like, as he's doing it, I'm joking with him, and he's kind of uncuffing me, and he's talking, and then I smell it. I smell the damn weed. Oh, no. Does she spark up? No. It's just you can smell <laughs> good, it. Good, good, and yeah, here's, here's good. And here's the deal about, like, he's he's not always a letter of the law kind of guy, but he's with drugs. He was like, hey, man, that's if you have it, it's illegal. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Like, he's, sure. he, he doesn't play buddies with you if you if you get pulled over by him for drunk driving and you're his friend, you're still going to jail. If he caught me with weed at a music fest, I'm still going to jail. It doesn't this, matter if it's buddy, buddy or not. For example, uh, Spencer, why earlier I said, no, I wasn't hanging with the police yeah. yes. at ACL. So exactly. I'm, I'm trying to back him away and like walk away and she's freaking out and like trying to like hide and do something. I'm like, oh, God damn it. She just needs to like not be weird about it and like I'm putting myself between him he's like oh who's, who's your lady you gonna introduce me to her and then I was like oh yeah yeah, yeah. And let me shake I, her hand as I'm doing that weed. I'm <laughs> looking around the media area hoping to god I see Andy Linger or Beto or some other personality out there that he knows and think I don't even know Bama Brown very well at all at this point but I see Bama's bald, smiling, laughing, loud ass down the tent. And I, I love Bama. Also, I've told him the story, but I see him. I'm like, 
is that Bama Brown? And, and he goes, Bama, oh, well. Because he'll also he'll jump to the higher-ranking uh, famous person. Right, right. And he did that immediately, and it might have saved both of our asses wow. from going to jail. Misdirect. Yes. Excellent. Abs- oh, oh save man. This. this is why we can't have nice things. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Dr. Professor Matt Bearden's here. Is it weird or is it wired? I like calling this our tech segment, but it's it's more about friendship. Uh, it's not really about uh, friendship. I'm going to be honest. I don't pay attention to you very much. Thank you. I'm glad that you don't. Uh, it's do. about will we still have EVs in the future? Uh, do Yeah. There are a lot of people. If you've been watching... Um, What's happening lately in the press, uh, like Ford said, where they're going to cut the production of their EV trucks in oh. half, which yeah. means a lot of people go, that's w- it, because nobody wants EVs, they're BS, they're crap. Uh, I was at the post office earlier, and uh, I asked the guys, like, oh, yeah, I heard y'all are getting a new fleet. And he's like, yeah, well, we did, we'll see. Oh, really? Uh, so that might have changed. And, you know, you get the memes of, like, well, look at what a lithium-ion battery farm does to when oil and gas is, you know. Yeah, I it's, understand it's become all a that partisan part issue. Now, here's something I do want to say. Despite all of that, the most recent poll said 50% of Americans want an EV. Guess what the hindrance is? It's price. And I don't know about you all. I I drive an old beater, 25-year-old car for a reason. I'm super cheap. I have driven a dual motor EV before, and I got to say, it's a blast. I don't know why anybody would dog on them. They're so much fun to drive. The problem is... They look stupid. Well, the one I I drove did did not look stupid. It looked really awesome. I guess I'm just thinking of Teslas. Like it's not. the, The future can also be aesthetic, and those aren't. Well, well, some sorry. people think that they're great. I mean, uh, your Teslas look nice. Test of time will tell. Well, the, anyhow, getting to the point here is that the the issue seems to be not so much the performance and like that. It's just that that dual motor one that I'm talking about it's like a seventy thousand dollar car, and most people are saying, "Hey, the most I'll pay is fifty thousand." Except and, the average price right now for an EV. It's $59,000, which is 10000 more than the average American is even saying they're willing to spend at all. Usually with innovation in America, as as we grow and it becomes easier to build, things become more affordable. But specifically with the automobiles, it's the opposite because when Ford started producing them, he literally said, I want a car everyone at my factory can afford Ford. and can drive. I want to make a product that they can do. And right now, EVs, they're, they're not there. They're right. not cost effective. Well, that cost is an issue because this was another thing I saw that said, hey, the, the reckoning is coming because um, they're saying, look, they know there's a cost issue. The, the people that manufacture these know that there's a cost issue. They're saying that the, pri- the problem is you can't just lower costs willy-nilly. Um, they're expensive still to produce. And um, and they're expensive to buy. Right now, a lot of people are relying on the government to have those, you know, kind of seventy-five hundred dollar kickbacks for you to buy them. A lot of manufacturers are relying on basically that that tax incentive that you get. And so the head of uh, Ford said, "Look, there's a real reckoning coming because someone's going to have to lower the price. And when they if they try to create a price war, it's going to be an issue." Who came out and ahead in the price war? The first people to actually fire off the first shot. Is Tesla. They drop the prices on their cars. Here's how it's working out. Uh, the reason I even brought this story in today, Tesla's stock is currently down 25% since this morning. That's not great. They came out with their earnings earlier today. Their earnings missed for the second, I think, quarter in a row, missed the target. I've been watching this all day. 25%? 
is a chunk. That's a that's dramatic. It means that in the last six months, uh, let's see if I can pull it up exactly. In six months, the stock is off by almost fifty percent. Oh my god, man. that's nuts, dude. Yeah, in six months, so. That's a chunk of change. Now, I don't pretend to say that I'm a stock expert or know how all, you know, giant sums of money move around and all that stuff. I do know what? that there is... you don't is, know your stonks? I do stonks. know that, there, that we're going through a reckoning time. And my worry is, I, 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 I see there being a hope uh, for there to still be a use for... Um, uh, you know, like a regular combustion engine and uh, absolutely. There's, in there's the got to be, uh, uh, what is it called? Redundancy. Multiple systems of different ways to function to actually uh, move society forward and, sure. and have systems work with you. Right. Kind it's going to work out, but I'm worried that it's going to get tripped up here because of profits. Here's another weird thing about no. that. that. That thing that I read that said, hey, uh, 50% of Americans say they want to buy uh, an EV. They just can't afford it. Out of that fifty percent, fifty-two percent of that of that big chunk said the manufacturer that they trust to build an EV that they would buy is Toyota. The thing is, Toyota's not really making EVs. They make hybrids. They make lots and lots, and they're the leader in hybrids. That's more the way to go. But they basically said we're not really dipping our toe too much into EVs until we see the landscape settle. And Makes the sense. problem with EVs yeah. for me, not just the affordability, but when I, you and I both have a Hilux, we have a, a Toyota Tacoma, and when you get in that car. And you put it in four-wheel drive, and it's raining on a muddy hill, and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the gas on this. There's nothing quite like that feeling. Can, better you, than better. Have, yes, go on. Have you driven an all-wheel drive dual-motor EV? Have I, you driven one? I haven't. And to be fair, look at me. Look me in the eye. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm a guy who doubted EVs wholly until someone let me ride drive one that's like that. They are Changed so everything. fast. It's I, insane. The C.J. Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime. 512-835-1015.